Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning, Dan. I imagine you are as happy as all us Lion fans after a stress-free Sunday, or at least it was stress-free for us. Is it stress-free for you when you're blowing somebody out? Uh, well, it, it uh, yeah, it's not quite as uh, as eventful as as most of them, but uh, there's still plenty that goes on uh, during the game. But yeah, it was it was a good one to get. Feels good to win. Uh, we'll talk about some of the individuals, but four out of five, the team really looks. And I know everybody at Ford Field has been juiced up every single time, but it feels like the team has a confidence going into games that we didn't necessarily see you know, 10 weeks ago. Yeah, I, look, I agree with that. I think that's been, uh, I think that's, uh, I think that's every unit. That's each unit, you know, uh, the offense, the defense, the special teams and themselves, but also collectively as a team, you know, I think the guys, uh, I don't think I know they, they, uh, they have a lot of faith in each other. Uh, and they do believe that the guy next to them is going to do their job. Um, and and that you know that just that breeds a ton of confidence, becomes contagious, and then it just you know it begins to to uh, to just really snowball, if you will. And that uh, we're kind of at that point right now. It's a good place to be. What was more impressive, no punts or just one accepted penalty? Uh, yeah. Well, I would say no punts. <laughs> you know, um, listen, that's that's a rare thing. There, you don't. Uh, here, here's where it gets hard, believe it or not, is you, you uh, I mean, that was an outstanding job. I thought Ben called a hell of a game. I thought uh, our old line played well. I mean, there's a number of things. I thought golf was on fire. I thought St. Brown was, uh, I mean, a rock, as he normally is, shark. Um, but, but honestly, we left some out there, you know, <laughs> and that's the, you get in one of those games uh, and things are, you know, they're do- we're dialing it up the way we are and, uh the details are, are uh, were good, but yet there's a couple of things in there. You're like, man, we, we could have had, instead of field goals, there's a couple other times you could have touchdowns out of it. But uh, certainly we're, we're pleased with the performance overall, and, and those guys played well. Well, you mentioned Ben Johnson, and we heard a lot in the offseason about the relationship that he has developed with Jared Goff. Um, how dialed in is Ben Johnson right now to this offense and – because it was a creative game plan, it was opportunistic, but a lot of that I think has to come down to the relationship that Ben has with Jared. Absolutely, man. You you have to have a good rapport with your quarterback, and your quarterback needs to know what you're thinking and and why uh, we 
you develop the game plan the way you do. What are we trying to attack? Why are we attacking them? You know, what are what are our strengths? What are their weaknesses? Uh, and you got to understand when something's being called, this is why we're calling it. We're we're calling it to attack this coverage or this player with our player. Um, and so, you know, all of that stuff. And then I, and on the flip side of that, you know, you, as a play caller, you have to you have to have a really good understanding of your quarterback and where he's at in the game, you know, and how he feels. Um, and so there is a give and take there, but, but, uh, man, they have, they've got a great relationship. Uh, they have a lot of trust in each other. And I, I think they do. They, they, uh, I think they have, uh, a real good feel of, of what each other is looking for. This kind of leads into the next question where, uh, last year the offense picked up after you made a coaching change, uh, with your assistant staff, the defense, this season seems to have improved since you guys made a coaching staff uh, change. Is there any, you know, commonality between the two that, you know, two coaching moves during the season and all of a sudden the defense is playing well last year, the offense played well. Look, I, I, it's hard to say all that, you know, all I can say is I, I don't, those are hard decisions. Those are, they're brutal decisions to have to make, uh, but you do what you feel is right at the time, and you don't know you don't know what it's going to do, what it's not going to do. But you wouldn't make the move if you didn't believe that right. it could help something. Uh, you know, even in a small way, it's worth it. Um, and so, I, I think there was a number of things that go into that, as always, on any decision. I think there's there's a lot more than just those things that that help you play better you know defensively look i, I got to give a lot of credit to aaron glenn man i mean he's just he's he's what i've always thought he was and is i mean he's he's steady as a rock he doesn't change he's very consistent he's a problem solver uh he doesn't he doesn't have bad days he doesn't get high and get low he's the same guy every day but um he's smart he he understands and he just hung in there and and uh and we just really, we needed our guys. We had to back some things down. Let's get our confidence. Let's just, let's, let's you know, let's get a little more basic, which started at New England. And, and seriously, let's just get some of our swagger back and confidence and trust in each other. And as we've done that, we've, we've slowly started to put more back into what we can do. And guys are, they're playing at a high level. And you can see the confidence right now. Uh, Jamison Williams, obviously he got his first uh, go-round uh, last weekend, and, and we could hear the crowd uh, yeah. over the TV go nuts when he came on the field. Uh, and only one target. What did you see from him, and what's the progression? How do you get him more involved in the offense? Yeah, look, it was good to get him out there. I mean, that that was the whole point, honestly, was to – I had no preconceived notions of what it was going to be or what it was going to look like. I just we just wanted to get him out there. Like we wanted him to go through a pregame warm up. We wanted him to be on the sideline, have to run in a huddle, go line up, go fight with somebody a little bit, you know, go run a route, um, you know, see if you can connect, go block somebody, um, and just be in it, be part of it, pads on, all of that. That's all this was for him, and uh, I think he came out with eight plays. Uh, two of those, I think, was victory. So really six, but but uh, the so so really that's exactly what we wanted out of him. You know, we were going to put him at gunner, let him run down a little bit, but we didn't punt, so it didn't work out. But um, but you know, moving forward, it'll be okay. We'll get him a little more involved now. So uh, we'll have some things for him. He'll play more than he did last week, but it's just 
there again, let's slowly start to uh, to implement him into what we're doing, and let let's see how he handles everything. You kind of answered my next question about the the gunner because on the pregame show on Fox, they made a big deal, and even uh, your buddy Sean Payton said that's kind of odd to have him in his first game trying to try to be a gunner. Was that something you were just going to do uh, last week, or is that something uh, going forward you want to do? I don't know. It's uh, I don't. Maybe that's all he does. Maybe he's just a gunner. <laughs> yeah, Brad Holmes <laughs> trades up for a gunner. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Have you ever seen his gunner reps? No. I'm sure they're good. Okay. Check them out. <laughs> but no, he. Uh, we'll see. I mean, look. I tell you this. He's a football player and he's tough. Yeah. And he's competitive, and uh, he's not worried about breaking nails. So he's uh, he just wants to play. But he, he's going to get more, obviously, reps on offense, and we'll, we'll take him where he can go. So winners of four or five, uh, and you got three of the five left against teams that you've already played, obviously division opponents. How difficult is it playing against an opponent twice, and what changes in the second go-round for you? Yeah, well, the, the, the key will be, you know, those things that, that you do well, you know, you don't want to lose sight of those, but you also know the opponent is not going to let you do that again. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to try to stop that. So, you you know, certainly you, you got to have enough things uh, in your arsenal that counter those or you're able to, uh, to hide enough to where um, you're able to do something similar to what those were and, and, and those, your opponent doesn't get a beat on it. So that's the trick, but they have the same issue with us. Um, with all three of those teams, you know, they, they, uh, we're playing the same game against each other. And, um, so that, that's kind of the, you know, that's that, the game that always gets played inside the game when you're playing division opponents for the second time. So, uh, but that's, that's the fun part of game planning too, you know, that, that's what really makes it, you know, pretty fun. But, uh, look, I like where we're at. This is a good opponent we're getting ready for. They, they know how to win games, and they've done it in different ways. And so this will be a great test for us. Hey, is Alex Anzalone playing his best football in, in, in a few years? Because I don't know. Well, for me, it's out of nowhere. That shows you what I know. But he was great uh, on, on, on Sunday, and he's really played, it seems to me, much better the last few weeks. Yes, he is. Uh, and, I, look, I would say last year was the best I've seen him play football since he entered the NFL. You know, I was with him in New Orleans, and uh, last year was his best year, and I, this year is even better. Um, so he's playing at a high level. He's really the quarterback of our defense. Um, he's very versatile. He's smart. Uh, he's physical. He's tough. Uh, he's athletic. And, uh, man, he's just, you know, he, he's been productive. He's been He's been highly productive. So, Look, he played a hell of a game for us. Mm-hmm. You know, Elliott played a dang good game, got a takeaway there. And uh, and then, you know, the commish, Kaminsky, man, really uh, kind of unsung hero, did a lot of stuff for us in there. But, but yeah, Alex has been uh, steady, reliable. Uh, you know, he's one of our captains. Um, but I'm glad we got him. Um, I, I got to be honest with you. When I watch Kaminsky play, it looks like I'm just watching a guy that loves to play the game of football. He's fun to watch. And I, I do want to ask you about the offensive line. We know that they're playing well. Um, and I thought that, you know, Sunday was one of their better games, but you've got a player in there in Coyote at the right guard position. How much has he stepped up because he wasn't even on this roster at the start of the season? Yeah, he really has. He, he's somebody that, um, 
you know, we, we knew he's got some ability. He's a pretty good athlete, good feet, uh, you know, moves well. But it was he hadn't played. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, he hadn't played. And, and you know how that is. When you don't play on the old line and then you get thrown in there, um, <laughs> there's a learning curve. So, look, he he, uh, he fought it out at Buffalo. And, and uh, so this game was going to be big for him, but yeah, for us, but also for him. We needed to see what kind of progression he could make from that game. And I thought he really took a step up. Mm-hmm. I thought he played better. I thought he was more aggressive. I thought he, he played with better anchor. Uh, you know he got edged a couple of times, but I tell you what, I, I thought it was a, I thought it was a solid performance by him. Final thing, I saw you guys sign uh, Josh Dobbs, uh, quarterback, to the practice squad. Uh, did you guys have any conversations about Baker Mayfield at all? No, I look, I haven't even honestly. I, I've been on to Minnesota, and uh, Brad's been back there banging away on other things, and so we haven't even had that discussion. All right, Dan, thanks, Dan. Keep, keep it up. Four out of five, we're loving it. All right. Appreciate it, guys. Have a good one. All right. Talk to you next week. Dan Campbell, head coach of your Detroit Lions, here on Stoney and Jansen, 97.1 The Ticket. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.